Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to episode 111 of 40K Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is Amy. Hello. And JF. 111? Yeah. 111. Just 111. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um... That's too many episodes. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, that's <laughs> – to be fair, the first um, 50 or so are lost to space and time. So That's great. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably for the best. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's the one – I think that contains the one where I tell people to get on drugs. All right. <laughs> Quite possibly. Um, <laughs> so I'd like to reiterate my message. You should all get on drugs. <laughs> yeah, well, Mark, episode 111. This is the, the second time. That, yeah. Um, it's a good time. <laughs> we're going to talk about our, our New Year's resolutions and hobby plans for the year, where we can talk about them, and also take a look at Old World, and uh, I'll probably touch on how Adepticon registration went. But as always, I'd like to start the hobby stuff first, and today we'll start with Amy. All right, so as we know, we're deep into secret times, but I did have, a, finally, a breakthrough in some of the ancillary things I need to do for Adepticon, uh, and I had been struggling with literally all of it, and I finally got, like, a banner, like, our team banner figured nice. out, um, and that can just inform everything else, and that was a huge deal, and I was really happy about it, because I finally just was like, I have to get something done. The clock is ticking. It was like right after registration, so I'm like, if not now, <laughs> when? See, I've uh, noticed that about you, that you tend to need a you need to, a bedrock. Yeah, I do. Like, it doesn't even matter what it is, but once nope. you have it, you just start firing on all the cylinders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I need to make, like, I need some decisions made, and then the rest of it will all kind of, I can iterate real well. Yeah. Um, so there's that. I, I'm moving really screwed up my whole hobby schedule, so I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get a Golden Demon for this year, but I did figure out what I want to do. So when I do get around to it, which maybe will just be after Adepticon for next year. I have a plan. And so that's nice. pretty great. I like that. Um, but otherwise, it's just, you know, it's a lot of a lot of glue and exacto <laughs> knives and <laughs> primer and, you know. Wounds. Yeah, you know, the usual this time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, JF? Oh, wow. Well, you know, same thing. A lot of secret stuff. Um, things I can say is that I, uh, I've, I've sculpted a, uh, a 3D rendition of a flux capacitor. Nice. If, um, if you're going to the friendly, then you know that the theme is Back to the Future. So I, I'm not like I'm not revealing much about what my plans are by saying that, but no. clearly I need a flux, flux capacitor. I mean, that seems to be um, I mean, pretty basic yeah. information, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's – it's, and uh, it, it's – how can I say? It is a game changer to be able to sit down for an afternoon and say, I'm going to – I need a conversion piece. 
<laughs> so I'm just going to make it. Yeah, I'm just going to make my own conversion piece out of the freaking ether. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I was telling Amy today, like this whole thing about learning a new skill at my venerable age has <laughs> inspired me to revisit some of my other, other things I used to do, like illustration mm-hmm. and really like it's, it's rejuvenated me in a way. Good. Cool. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> How, How about, about you, Matt? Yeah. How about you, doing? Matt? So I have been working on <clears throat> Luigi's Imperial stuff because I signed up for the event at Adepticon. Nice. So, so now I have a deadline where I just have things finished. So that's helpful in, in motivating me to get things done. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk about it a little bit more later, but I've been assembling some old world stuff because I'm going to try and muddle through a game next week. Woohoo. That's exciting. Yeah. I wonder how different it is from, I mean, I'm sure people know how different it is from the, uh, I took notes. Nice. Yeah, man. It is one of those things that I don't know if I'll have time to play around with as much as I would want. Yeah. It's in, I mean, as they've said, you know, it's like, to them, it's kind of a historical war game, right? So it's just kind of like, here's, here's the stuff. We'll make a few new things, but in general, uh, just kind of go for it and do what you want. Yeah, which I feel like yeah. is why I'm not like like I, the Tomb Kings are great. I think they're fantastic looking. Um, there's that weird skeleton cat. Fantastic. I need ten. <laughs> um, but like I didn't play Warhammer Fantasy back Ooh, in the yeah. day. I have some like chaos mounted chaos knights that I was going to do a hobby project with that I will you know, resurrect at some point, I'm sure. Um, but I never played. So I don't have the nostalgia thing. I don't have the like, oh, yeah, that was great. I want to do that. I don't have the like, oh, I've got all these models sitting here. Like, I just I don't. Yeah, have well, well, when we talk about the good, bad and ugly of this thing. Heck yeah. You know, well, have, not having things is a a, uh, a big problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, as a thing, like I have an old army from fantasy. It's interesting. Like the possibility, Oh, maybe I could dig that up and see if I can play it again, but I'm not super motivated to do it either. And it's, it's nothing against the, like the concept of old world. Like I'm, I'm down for it. I'm just, it's just, I'm down for it, but also I've got so much to do. Sure. Sure. Between 40k, kill team, um, some underworld. I want to get into AOS, and and I want to get, I want to freaking finish my Age of Sigmar stuff. Not Age of Sigmar, but um, Age of Darkness stuff. Yeah. There's just too much. I can't, and, I can't no, go back. And like, listen, I, I've made no secret. Um, I don't have a head for rules, so there's like <laughs> only so many systems I can kind of have a handle on at once. And I feel like I'm already pushing it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's sounds about right. I'm not saying I'm not gonna eventually like push through, especially if I especially if I look into it and I find out that I can just grab one of my old armies and plop it on the table and, and yeah. play it. But 
I, I couldn't muster the energy to to get into the gold rush for it. No. Yeah, yeah, like paint up a collection, paint a whole new whole new army or anything like that. And it, I mean, that, no. you know, that's the thing with it too, right? Is it? It's 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 just it's another game, right? On top of all right. the other games that were already, or in not only us, but a lot of people are already trying to play. So if it's if it doesn't grab your interest, you know, it's just it's one to leave leave behind or, you know, maybe just dabble in if you already have some like you do. So speaking of Adepticon, uh, registration was this weekend, and it was surprisingly smooth, um, which was great compared to last year. Um, So I think we're planning to have some giveaways at Adepticon. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? We are? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it last time. Oh, did we? Okay. (laughs) So you'll you'll have to try and track down all of us, because we'll have something different. But I am playing in the Adepticon Horus Heresy Legion's Imperialis event, which I think is on Saturday. And I'm also, I signed up for the, because I couldn't get into the friendly. Uh, I was a little too late for that, but I signed up for the Marvel Crisis Protocol tournament, which is on Thursday as well. So that's your best chance to find me. And of course, Amy and Jeff are in, in the friendly and the team tournament. Yeah, we are. Oh yeah, we we should if all goes to plan, we all should be plan. we should be fairly noticeable at the uh, at the team tournament. That's for sure. Yeah, you know I mean, continuing the tradition. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's hoping. Um, for the friendly, I mean, just follow the noise, and uh, yeah, you should able be able to find us too. Look, look for mean, the I'm... people playing in a 40k tournament that are having fun. Yeah. Yes. Friendly. Yeah, well, we'll be the loudest. Um, we don't I, do the parade through the championship anymore, though. <laughs> they kind of put a stop to that. The, that was fun, though. <laughs> they did not like it at all. It, and I don't blame them. But I don't either. <laughs> well, hey, you, you, I mean, you got—they're playing serious forty k. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I, I get it. Like, you don't play the championship if you just want to goof around, or like you got to understand that that's not the vibe of the championship. Yeah, yeah. And it, us bringing the vibe of the friendly to the championship is cruel and unusual. And that's the hard part about the team tournament, right? Because it's both. Like, yeah. you have people that are both, right. and that's why losing round one is vitally important. It is crucial. Go have fun in the losers bracket with the guys who never wear shirts and <laughs> <laughs> just have a good time. I love those guys. I know. I, I never remember. Do they change team name every year? No, but they're, uh, but they're they're freaking awesome. I love them. I might. You know what? We were talking about our team tournament giveaways. I might see about having some extras for them too. <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. I'm ambitious. <laughs> ambitious. And unreasonable. Yeah, you are. But so those are a couple of the places you'll be able to find us. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll post pictures. Well, I mean, during we'll be the, at the we'll be at the yeah. games like we'll be at the GW preview, but like yeah, so yeah. will everyone. So. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it'll be harder to find us in that crowd. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, for team tournament, you'll be able to find us because we'll be in Team Pink wearing Team Pink colors, which is no, pink. No, that's, that is the friendly. But that's yeah. a friendly. Yeah, sorry. Team tournament. That's oh, did I? 
Yeah. I swear I'm sober. Yeah. Um, so yeah, single most impressive display. That'll be them. Hopefully. Um, we'll see. Like the, the thing is, we we try to raise the bar every year, and I feel like one day that's going to catch up to us. Right. Right. <laughs> and this this may be the year that it does, but we're we're doing our best. Like we we have something fun planned, and. Mm-hmm. Win or not, like I think, I think people are gonna at least enjoy seeing it, and that's that's yes. all that's really important. Yeah, I we mean, like it, the concept. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I know you know our listeners know you guys put a lot of planning in and everything. So, yeah, and always to time. be honest, like is this the first year I've actually started playing with my list ahead of schedule, so I don't have to learn it on the spot. <laughs> and is for this is the first year like I play with this this list. Like last year we did Sisters of Battle and Admech. I already have Admech and I was and Sister Battles just don't interest me. So but this year I'm playing with something new and I tried it out for the first time. Like, Man, these guys are a lot of fun. <laughs> They're really fun. So I'm I'm enthusiastic. For once I'm enthusiastic, not not just about drinking, hanging out, showing off painted malls and, and stuff getting through five games and getting through five games i'm actually enthusiastic about playing the games that's good yeah it's weird i don't know how to feel about it it's unusual hopefully, hopefully it'll it'll be a positive experience i mean it seems like it always is for you guys so oh uh, yeah i mean last year we had one of our games canceled because the opponents didn't show up and we were kind of relieved because it was we were all very tired yeah, because it was um, the night, and we had to set up in the. Yeah, so we were, and and Jesus, our stuff was, it, it was a beast to to, to set up. This year is not going to be like we have a better system. We learn from our mistakes at last after ten years. <laughs> we we have a better system for for setting up, so it, it should be a lot easier. But at the same time, ooh, oh boy. Because <laughs> we got to get up early in the morning to bring it down in the first place, and then we have to bring it up, and then we have to play three games of Warhammer. And right. just shove some food into our faces and then set up for the showcase. It's a manic day. I don't love that yeah, and, part of it. And then you have to, we have to sit next to the display from eight to midnight and yeah. explain to judges what the hell's going on. It is, yeah. it is a lot very quickly. Yeah. And then we have to break it all down. But here's the thing. Like, I love it. I love it. Oh, so it's much. great. I, I have so much fun. Like, Ch- chatting up the, the 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 people looking at our our work is super cool because they because here's the thing like a lot of people show up they see the malls it either gives them inspiration for stuff that they want to do or reminds them of of things that they have done so you get to get to have the whole experience it's not just about saying hey look at my cool things it's also hearing about other people's cool things mm-hmm. and that's the best well and, and I think you know not only I mean you guys do an amazing job but everybody who's putting their displays out there. You know, they put a lot of time and effort and, and it's just, it's great to see, I'm sure for you guys and for them, it feels great to see people reacting to all the work you've put in. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I mean, having it's a so chance. Everyone else did. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, it's like a thing. Like a Sylvan F carved out of the tree. That was incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was this one guy next to us. I think he, I think he got picked out of the championship because he's just like he, he had it on display and all, but he was just one dude. Um, I think he had dark, dark angels. They were amazing. They were superb models. It's it's great to see the showcase. To me, I prefer to showcase to the golden demons because the golden demons is a fig or 
a couple of figs. And meanwhile, the showcase is, all right, well, how far can I push this? Yeah. And sometimes the answer is really freaking far. And it's great. And like we always like stick to the bit, right? So there's always something that we've got that, yeah. you know, is related to whatever our army is mm. for you, the viewer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, drop by just so you can get a free dumb goodie. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not that dumb. It's kind of cool. No, we got some good stuff. Yeah. And of course, we'll, we'll, the GW preview. Um, where are I getting another preview next week at the Nova Open? Yes. Or not? Oh, good God! This next LBO. week already. LBO. LBO. Yeah. So really, like just a month ahead of uh, Adepticon. <laughs> I know this is like prime time for previews here, right? Because they'll they'll go a little bit out, but not too far. Because they're gonna say something spicy for for Adepticon. So. Yeah. And then, and then Warhammer Fest or Day or one of them is not that far after. Now, a lot of people have been speculating for a, a fourth edition of Age of Sigmar, so we'll see if uh, who gets that announcement this year, if it happens. Yeah. But based on the timing of editions, you know, it's it's about that time. Yeah. So, but we'll see. So the old world uh, is upon us um, shortly. Uh, pre-orders went up last weekend at the time of this recording. For the I went to just go see because I just wanted to see what the prices yeah. were. Yeah, and then I got stuck in a queue for an hour. Yeah, um, and then I got in and everything was gone. And yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff was gone. Um, GW was kind enough to send us a, a Bretonian box set. And the uh, battle standard on Pegasus. Um, so, and you know the the Pegasus guys, the new models, everything else is just it's repackaged, repackaged old models. You know, people are speculating yeah. if they found a warehouse full of, of Warhammer stuff somewhere when they were moving over, <laughs> or you know they decide to spool it up again. But um, I mean, even the which I was surprised at is even the additional models you can buy that weren't plastic kits it's still you know plastic horses and metal spun miniatures oh wow yeah so the like the grail knights or the uh ushabti for the tomb kings they're all metal hmm. again so i mean I, that's real privateer press energy yeah right <laughs> like we're just gonna take three different bases three different materials throw them in a box and good luck i mean that's that's how you, that's how games workshop used to do it yeah, um, yeah, for sure. But what was frustrating about Privateer Press is that they were doing it years after Games Workshop had stopped. Yeah. And they were doing it with that terrible resonated plastic. Yeah. Ugh. It was brutal. And remember, metal was the only way to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, basically I, with models. I told you guys the story about, so I did a Secret Santa and um with with internet friends and so mm -hmm. uh the one that i received was a medium flat rate mailbox bo right like sure. a medium flat rate box oh i know that story i think and oh, go the on. note <laughs> inside was like i you know i don't use this anymore i figured you would enjoy it uh be careful some of them are some of them are are poison or something like that whatever oh, and it was like parentheses lead um, and it was just models and parts of models. And I still haven't gone through the whole thing like that. 
maybe that's content someday who knows but like ridiculous old stuff and like like old warhammer stuff but other companies too and just yeah, like yeah. ancient D D minis or whatever you know what i mean and like the ones that you can you know that used to because because the thing about lead is it melts at a really low temperature so you can like do it at home yeah mm-hmm. uh, we had a guy drop off a whole kit um with molds and everything at the um at the game store one time to just pour your you know you just to just pour your own models fantastic easy stuff yeah no problem um so yeah i i'm a big fan of a good a good hunk of metal that you could just (laughs) clunk onto the table I mean, there is definitely something cool about having a metal model just because the weight of it is pleasant. Yeah. It's the assembling and painting and it's constant good. chipping that yeah. I, I I can do without that. Like, I'm, yep. I'm fine with moving forward. Yeah, that tends to be a problem. The uh, Just the assembly and, and, you know, yeah, they can fall apart if you don't pin them. And it's just another... Whole other thing. Uh, the also the thing about these models that are being re released for the old world is there, the metal ones are also like twenty five year old models, right? With a twenty five year old model look. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but but if that's so, what you want, great. Yeah, like great. There's nothing wrong with them. They're just yeah. very different. And I, you know. If you don't know, by this point, there's about 8 million companies out there that have made uh, similar things that represent things but aren't that thing. Mm-hmm. So, but the more modern looking – so if you really wanted to, you could you could go that route too. Um, but the game itself uh, is sort of an amalgamation of some older editions of fantasy, uh, much like Legion's Imperialis was, but it has a lot of uh, positive life upgrades, I would say. Um, which is good because the people that want to play like oh I really miss Warhammer Fantasy like okay I'm sure you do but also there are definitely things you do not miss so I'm glad that we can get quality of life improvements on old yeah, stuff 100% I think you know one of the big things with 8th edition was like the and you didn't play me JF I don't know if you ever played 8th but oh well, I like, did yeah, so the horde rules, like that's, you know, not a thing anymore. Death Stars aren't a thing. Magic isn't as dominating as it once was, which is good because there's, you know, additions where it was pretty much if you get spells off, your opponent just wouldn't be able to play the game. Oh, yeah. A good, a good cat comet of Cassandra at the right place yeah, exactly. at the right time. Just, oh, bye bye. Like this, this half of the map is useless to you now. Sorry you had all your objectives there. <laughs> And one of the one of the biggest changes with magic in this in the old world is that it's it's more like 40k now with the psychic power. So combat magic happens during the shooting phase. Uh, movement magic happens during the movement phase, right? And you still have a certain number of spells you can cast per turn, but there's they happen in different they happen in the appropriate phase in which they're affecting. Which which is something like I haven't mentioned how much I like that about 40k right now because. If you play anything like, say, Tau or Necrons or Admech, you having an entire phase that you don't get to play at all, yeah, yeah, did not feel great, not fun. And um, magic isn't 
you know, we were getting into these weird pools of dice and using as many as you want, but now it's just roll two dice, add your level and same thing for dispel. Right. And it's, so it's, it's a lot, a lot more simple. Um, as far as the magic goes, there, like I said, there's a magic phase that happens during the appropriate phase of the game, and it's definitely toned down. It's not as brutally powerful as it could have been before, which is good. It's it's a tool um, yep. that you need to use during that you can use during the game to help yourself out, um, and also every army just gets one free dispel a turn, whether you have a magic user or not. So nice. if you choose not to take one you're not necessarily dominated by somebody who has magic. That is good. So I feel like magic and psychic powers should be things. This, this is where you want to have the weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You want to have weird, strange rules, things that affect the rules in different ways. That's where you put that. It shouldn't be like a force multiplier that if you have it, it changes the game completely. Or it's deep, this is where you have your big guns. Like it shouldn't replace weapons. It should add something and preferably something bizarre and thematically correct. Yeah, exactly. Which it looks like it, it's doing now. All the, you know, there's still different spell lores that your uh, characters can choose from. And every army has its own set of spells. Um, so, and the way it works is you roll for your spells from the lore you're using randomly but you can replace one of them with one of the spells from your lore you get to choose. And every lore has a signature spell, so you can just choose to take that one as well um, instead of the ones you roll. So it's a little random, but not super random. And there's magic items and stuff that let you choose your spells if you want to. Nice. Sounds like elf bullshit to me, but... <laughs> it actually, it is, it is that artifact that elves always had where one, like the caster who had it could choose their spells, and you can give that to anybody that can take an arcane um, artifact now, but it's only one per army, so you can't do it for everybody. That's fine. <laughs> um, this is a keyword-heavy game, just as a lot of the games have become now, um, but that allows them to do some interesting rules in the game. So there's uh, certain units of cavalry have countercharge. So when you're charged, your reaction can be to countercharge. And then, so you move forward, uh, I think it's D3 plus one, which is important because in the first round of combat, the distance you charge gets added to your initiative. Oh, it's interesting. And, initiative. Uh, yes, yeah, so initiative is still a thing and fights go in initiative order. Um, so charging, right, gives you a bonus of uh, up to... Uh, three max, but it's it's you know based on how far you charged. So for like heavy cab, who those are typically you're going to see have counter charge. That's a pretty um, pretty helpful rule. And some stuff like lances and stuff, like Bretonians have only go off when you charge. So it allows you to utilize those as well. Um, I think the biggest one of the biggest changes is how what happens when you lose a combat. Um, when I was reading through the rules, it just really stuck out to me. So you take an unmodified leadership test. And if you fail that, you run away, just as you normally, you did before. Uh, if you pass, then you take the modifiers from the combat and see if you had passed the modified rule. And if you basically, if, if you if you then not pass, uh, then you do what's called, um, I think it was called like an organized or fall back in good order. So you'll fall back, roll 2d6, take the highest, 
fall back and reform. So basically you back up one to six inches, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then if you would pass still, uh, then you, you, every, you always do what's called giving ground. So you just move back two inches and then your enemy can choose to follow up or stay where they are in both cases. They actually have to, a lot of, uh, you know, have to do a leadership test to stay there. But so it's, it's combat is what used to happen is somebody would break because they would take a bunch of casualties and they'd run away and then get run down. And then your 600 point unit might die right away. But that can't really happen now because you have to fail your unmodified leadership test. And if you're a, a big unit with a bunch of, or, a, you know, an elite unit, you're going to have a leadership of nine or something, right? So it's going to be pretty, pretty hard, uh, statistically low that you're going to fail that. All right. It's cute. And I'll hate it. <laughs> other, other, I thought were some quality of life improvements is uh, if you're shooting template weapons, you just center it on the unit. You don't have to center it on a model. So it's, it's pretty easy to determine how many hits you're going to get, right? There's not a lot of guessing. Yeah. Um, and it's still the partial under the template is a four plus. Everybody uh, completely under does just hit. But, uh, you, you know, you can't kind of try and weasel it to maximize hits or clip other units because you have to center on the unit you're shooting at. Um, and in addition to magic being toned down, war machines were also toned down quite a bit. They all kind of do like D3 or D3 plus one damage is no more you know, D6 damage, uh, war machines taking out monsters in one hit or anything like that. So. And also all the bases are a little bigger, right? There's no more 20 mil, uh, 20 mil squares. It's, I think the smallest one is 25. It's, it, this kind of sucks for people who have old armies like me, because that means I have to rebase a bunch of things. So what they, and they did an article in the article, they're like, you don't really have to rebase them if you don't want to. Um, I've seen people say, I'm just going to make a movement tray that's the right size. Mm. Just put my model's in there. Or there are people selling spacers or um, people that sell, you know, I you'll see a lot of movement trays where that have the circles cut out that you can put the models in. Mm -hmm. So like my Gloom Spike gets, I could use them as Night Goblins. I just have to get those type of movement trays if I wanted to. Yeah, I'll have to look into something like that. Um, and I think... The, probably one of the most important changes they made was to movement. So when you're moving, if when you wheel, you can wheel over friendly units now, as long as you clear them. Oh, that's good. Because it was, and you can wheel off the board as long as the end of your wheel gets you back on the board. Because it was very easy to be move blocked previously. Yes. This is so fun. Well, it was no fun. It created a lot of arguments because, you know, people would say, well, it clipped by like a quarter of an inch, so your unit dies or something like that. Like, it was easy to abuse and just created these gray areas where people would get into fights. And it, it's much harder to block charge and stuff now, too, because you can wheel over your other units and stuff, right? So you just can't put like a few flyers in front of a of like a strong unit and be like, okay, you can only charge into me because you only go straight. Well, no, I can wheel over my friends and charge to the side now. Right. Like the, the movement, the positioning still seems to be important, yes, but it sure. can't be used in as much of a debilitating way. So yeah, that's, that sounds like a good improvement. I mean, there's lots of other, other um, smaller tweaks in there too, but I mean, overall it seems like 
kind of like what they did with glasses. They kind of took some smattering of stuff from old editions and tweaked it so it, it works a little better. Um, like I said, keywords are, are a big thing now. Or just like all 40K and, and Legions of Prealis and, and uh, AOS still has all the rules on, on the cards, but we'll see what happens if, if we get fourth edition this year. But um, it seems like there's a good life improvement. So overall, the game seems like if you like fantasy, you'll enjoy it. Um, if you're trying to get into it, you know, it seems like a pretty solid rule system. But then there's the bad and ugly things that come with this release. So <laughs> if you don't have an army, you're kind of screwed. Um, because so I will say that the, the books, if you have a high elf army or what elf, whatever, an army, every unit that has been produced for that army is in that book. Everything is there that was ever made before. Um, and the Bretonians and Tomb Kings have, the, have their new stuff in there. But if you don't have an army, well, they've released like the Bretonian starter set uh, and then same thing, the Tomb King starter set and then three or four other things out of, you know, an army list that has 10 to 12 plus things, right? High elves have probably like 20 different units. And so in the other armies, high elves, empire, wood elves, dwarves, all the uh, chaos, orcs, none of that stuff's even been released yet. So if you right. pick up the if you pick up the book and you're like, man, this orc army looks awesome. I really want to play this right now. Uh, you're gonna have to use AOS models or, or go. I mean, this is when we're gonna see the eBay prices for things spike too, right? Because more people are gonna mm. want them than before, which is a, it's is unfortunate. Um, and I, and when I was looking at the pre order stuff, so I wanted to get one of the new. Handmaid's the Lady, because it's a gorgeous model. It's the spellcaster yeah, spell for the Bretonians. Um, it's a Forge World model. It is 27 pounds in the UK, which is equivalent to $30. Guess how much it is if you live in the US? 55 $60. Cheaper. For a single human-sized character. They also did the, the Night Hero on foot. He's also $60 if you live in the United States man i mean you gotta understand like there needs to be a price to be paid to live in the yes. greatest more powerful country in the world right, right, of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, i will just uh so i immediately uh went and bought one of those other models i was talking about that looks like a lady holding yeah. a staff on foot so i'm fine yeah um i would recommend if you live in the u.s to find a friend who lives in the uk because it'll cost less to buy and ship the model to you uh yeah and I, I say that as someone who is going through international shipping hell right now. International shipping costs a fortune, but it would still be cheaper <laughs> to just yeah, it's, send it. It's disappointing that um, that the price difference is so much. It's right? wild. It's, it's twice Wildly as much. In a, and the other thing, too, is those other units. So the plastic stuff is stuff that your store is going to get, right? So they'll get the Bretonia box set, the new character and the like the the pegasus knights those are plastic and then they'll get knights of the realm and peasant bowmen and stuff but any of the other units like grail knights or the battle pilgrims or you know any of that other stuff that was metal and plastic before is direct order only yeah and that of course was gone instantly momentarily yeah, yeah. well before my queue was up 
Yeah, it was. I mean, in people are you know, it's one of those things that eventually will be back in stock. But again, if you want to play this game now, right, you need to play with like proxy models or, or find you know find something else in order to represent the models you want to play. Right. And there is a, you know, there's an old world event at Adepticon that yeah. is right. That is catering to if you already have an army or are going to go and spend a lot of money on somebody who is selling an army. You can play in this. Yeah. Event. It's one of those things I'm sure, you know, in the long run, it'll smooth out, right? As yeah, the, just is. like the, the, um, stuff for Horus Heresy, right? When the new stuff comes out, it goes for the Forge stuff, and it's, eventually it's back in stock. But, um, for a game you've hyped so much, it's, I think a lot of people, at least from what I've seen, are disappointed that that's yeah. the case. Even just because, you know, and then, you know, same thing. You got to space up the armies, but still, if, if you were hyped to play High Elves, who knows how long you're going to wait because we don't know when that stuff's coming out. Right. It's it's unfortunate that we live in this world where they have to hype up things, but then yeah. they can't. And I, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, in, in a way, as someone who works in marketing, I get being careful about, like, you don't want to... You don't want to overproduce and then they have so many other things that they're having trouble keeping in production. Like we're still waiting on a bunch of Tyranid models that have been out of print for almost a year. Yeah. Like in a way it's like could you not be doing plastic Bretonians and maybe print some like manufacture some of the stuff that you're supposed to be selling for the games you already have out? Uh, I don't know. And, and I mean the I understand too, right? The shipping from where these things are being produced is such a complete mess right now. Mm. Um, I think I, it, I think they would have been better off if they instead of like, here's Bretonians and Jumkins and the eight in the ten new things you're going to get. Do like here's four of the four armies and here's a couple things for each that's new. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know it is it is what it is. Um, it just feels like if you compare it to the energy that was put into um, Horus Heresy stuff, mm. it's a completely different animal and a bit of a letdown if you were expecting the same the same investment. And I don't know how I feel about that. Like it, in a way, like it almost justifies something I hate about the Horus Heresy releases, which is basically. Here's a bunch of space marines. Paint them different colors and have a fight. Yeah, I mean, I hate it because it it you know it leaves out so many of the cool Xenos armies and some of the other cool armies. But at the same time, if they could do that with fantasy in, in old world, maybe they could have done the same thing as Horus Heresy because then it's just here's some empire dude versus some evil empire dude. Paint them different colors and have a go. I don't know. Yeah. Hate it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a fan of how this all works out. We want everything all the time, right? Which is, I yeah. mean, it's, it's right. It's it's us wanting to be spoiled. But yeah. when you've got, you know, this is different than than a new edition of 40k because using the same models that have been out for years. These are models that have not been available right. for a while, right? And there, you can like with orcs 
and, and goblins or chaos, you know, you can kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. use some AOS malls to, to move things over, but, um, you know, Bretonians, Tomb Kings, uh, that those ones are tough. And dwarves is a little tough, right? Cause they, I think they way cut down on the units and stuff they had for, for that when they were doing the new cities of Sigmar book. So, right. or readily available units, I should say, but, um, it, like I said, if you've already got an army, I'm sure you're ready to jump in. And if, but if you're one of those people that didn't happen to get stuff pre-ordered before it was gone, maybe those people are a little hesitant now to to start playing. Right? If you didn't get it, right? You know, we know how. I mean, this is this is miniature gaming. There's a hot new thing every other week, right? So, right. Mm, yeah. I'm sure once once it settles down and, and more stuff comes out, more people will be playing, but. Um, and the like I said, the people that I know that have armies are very excited to be able to play again. But right, if you're not one of those people, well, it depends, right? Because imagine you're this poor bastard that when Age of Sigmar came out, you took all your Sylvaneth, your your Dryads and all, and you rebased them to be like on on round bases. And now this comes out, it's like God damn it! Imagine you're one of those guys ten years ago that set his army on fire. <laughs> oh no i have no pity for that kind of behavior no, but no. yeah and I, I understand that too and i think you're gonna see a lot of people using those the bases that uh i think it's like green stuff world and stuff that make them where it's you know it's the size of what a 25 millimeter regiment base or 32 millimeter you know it lets you put the round bases in and effectively make a square out of it yeah i guess still Oh, I'm not saying it's not a pain in the butt, but I think you'll see a lot of that happening for people that have the armies that work in, in both both games, right? Mm. So, uh, you know, it, it, it looks like a great version of fantasy. Hopefully, if you're out there and you want to play it, you get a chance to play it. Um, hopefully, you get your pre-orders in on time. And, you know, we're going to see a slow trickle of, of releases coming out for all this stuff. Um, and the, the the shipping issues don't help this stuff get out any earlier either. But no, it'll be yeah. interesting to see. You know, at you know maybe next week at Nova. Oh, here's some new high elf in in chaos models that we're doing for this, and oh, that's yeah. only a month away. But we'll see what sort of time frame they're on for this. Uh, but I, I will mean, say I, that go ahead. that like as uh, like art in Warhammer books is always top notch. This is some good, good, like every yeah, single page sure. has art on it. And that is bonkers. And it's not, yeah. And there's new art, not just old fantasy art. Yeah. Which is great. Um, I mean, I, like I said, I, I happen, you know, Games Workshop was kind enough to send us some stuff and I had a, a Bretonian Battle Force kicking around. So I'm looking forward to playing. Um, I hope that anybody out there also gets the same chance. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen for me just because I'm not sure there's much of a community for it here, um, which is fine. It's not like I'm running out of games to play. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very much like the Horace Her- Heresy community, right? You're going to either going to be in an area where it's very intense and there's a lot of people playing and that's all they want to play or they play it often enough or you're going to be in a dead zone where which is true of like literally like basically of anything other than the big ones like 
Yeah, forty k in AOS, you can pretty much get a game anywhere. Yeah, but even like Kill story. Team, if you no, don't, no, no, if there's sure. not a community. Yeah, yeah nobody's really playing and pushing for it. It's yeah. Not gonna happen. It, it does feel like Games Workshop in general is moving away from a model where you're encouraged to collect everything and leaning way harder into pick your things and lean into those things. Yeah. And I'm, I'm fine with that. It's just, it's so different from the model of which I've followed over my career as a gamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it feels like it needs. I need to maybe adjust how I approach the game. Because I have been playing a lot of Tyranids late since 10th edition. And I don't hate the idea of like leaning into one or two armies and really focusing on that. There's a lot, of, there's a lot to be gained by doing that. It's just very different. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's, and that's actually a great segue into Gregorian New Year, not Hobby New Year. <laughs> Hobby resolutions. Heck yeah. When I was a kid, uh, I don't know how we picked this up, but we used to say Greco-Roman New Year. Amazing. Which is a whole different thing. That's a whole, that's very different and I'm into it. (laughs) Yeah, bring that back. (laughs) But yeah, so so it is is the calendar New Year, not Hobby New Year. That's Adepticon. But, you know, I think at the beginning of the year, we always, everybody sort of, reflects on 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 their last year and try and make some hobby resolutions um what did you guys come up with for this year if anything i'm gonna let amy go first oh you're gonna let me go first because i'm cruel wow that's (laughs) um wait do you want me to go first no i can go first um i mean it's it's tough because a lot of the stuff i wanted to do last year had to get shelved because i moved and that was yeah you know, so I have a lot of things um, like it may not be for this Adepticon, but I would really like to paint a golden demon entry. Um, I have a lot of techniques and things I want to try. And weirdly, all of them seem to be centered around like they would look really good on the front of an Eldar jet bike. <laughs> so I don't know. I may just get like I may just put a box together and then like paint them all up differently using different techniques that I want to try and see where we wind up at the end of that. Um, I just want to finish some stuff, (laughs) you know, like I'm just, I, yeah, I can't think about the new things yet. I'm not, I'm not there. Um, Even though we are already thinking about, the next one because that's the that's the that's the thing too right about the team tournament and what we do is that we're already thinking and talking about the next one before right. this one even happens because otherwise we would not have enough time we don't have enough time as it is but we wouldn't have enough time uh so it's it's a wild thing to be doing um but yeah i just i mean i would love to play more games like some any um, I would like for my first games to my games to not exclusively be tournament games at Adepticon. Um, but yeah, cause that makes it a little harder. It's really hard. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. A lot. It is. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's it. I just want to finish some stuff. I have a lot of underworld's war bands. 
um, mm. that with, you know, I mean, with contrast paints, like I could get through them well, fairly quickly. Um, but is that enough? Yeah. For those. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm, ha I'm, I'm perfectly happy with that. Like there are some that I would want to give more attention to, but for the bulk of them, that's fine. I can just make them nice and paint them. And then, okay. wouldn't that be lovely? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that, it, that's my big thing is I just, I want to get some stuff done. <laughs> How about you, Jeff? Go ahead. Go ahead. What do you got? Um, God, I have a few things. So I've been slowly accumulating Forge World models that I want to do. Mm -hmm. So obviously I want to finish my team tournament and friendly stuff for this year. And that's, that's going to take all of my time until Adepticon. So yeah. boom, I'm screwed. Um, but then starting from there, like I have, I have a, uh, a, a Tyranid uh, Harridan that is half painted. Mm -hmm. It has been half painted for years. And I would like to put it on a table one day and just have it drop a bunch of gargoyles on an enemy just for fun. <laughs> I, two Adepticons ago, I gave myself the gift of a gargantuan uh, squiggus. Yeah. And it has not moved. Yeah, It's still in my bag. And it is supposed to be the centerpiece for my Beast Snag army, which I was supposed to do for the friendly this year. But there's too many models, and I have too much to do right now. So I'm not going to do it. So that is something I want to get under control and I want to get done. So basically, and obviously at some point I'm going to have to get back on the, on the team tournament for, uh, for 2025. So that's going to be, just going to be taking a lot of my time. So it is a little thin on the actual hobby resolutions, except I want to get back to making videos. Yeah, we have some um, content projects we've been batting back and forth. Some of them kind of fun. Yeah, some of them are going to be interesting. Uh, some of them are a little <laughs> bit more long term. I know I've been batting around the idea of just starting a series uh, about finishing prog projects. Yeah. So that's definitely something I'm going to look into once I get back from Adepticon. Uh, maybe just start with that, that Herodin. And do uh, do a video about like just let's unbox this sucker, show show the world where it's at, and plan out how to get it done. Yeah, that's awesome. Nice. I would watch that. I I would you... also watch that. <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Matt? What you got? So for myself, it's kind of the same thing as you—just finishing yeah. stuff, right? I want to. At, by the end of the year, I'd like to have a fully painted army for 40k AOS, and I, I by signing up for Legions, I have forced myself to have one for Legion Imperialis. Yeah. So, um, you know, so I have to choose choose which army I want to do and and, and try and plan it out. But uh, I think we're going to go with my trolls for Age of Sigmar. Nice. Um, mainly because that's only like 25 miles anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, no wait, that's another thing. I need to do my squiggle lunch. Anyways, go on. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I'm not sure I'm 40k though. Which which army yet? Nothing's nothing's really grabbing me for 40k right now, as far as armies go. I mean, uh, the thing is, there's like a lot coming. Yeah. For oh, sure. speaking of a lot coming, I just want to like I want to put this hope out into the universe right now because current currently 
old here on Blackheart is available for me to order. Oh. So I'm hoping that this means we're getting a new one because the red Corsairs were my very first, my very first foray into painting Warhammer. And nice. I would like to revisit that. But I would like a better here on Blackheart to do it. Was it the chaos aspect or the fact that it's red and that's your favorite color that attracted No, so there were space pirates, which was a good, like, that was yeah. a selling point. And I got into chaos in the first place because I liked the demons, but you couldn't just do demons right. then. Um, and so I, yeah, no, there were space pirates and that was the real, that was the real deal. Got it. Like the red is just an added And then bonus. because it was my first thing. I got caught up in that back and forth between you paint the armor and then you paint the trim and, oh, I got some trim on the armor. Let me just touch that. Oh, I got some armor on the trim. Let me just touch that. And then I just never, I got stalled out. (laughs) Yeah. And before you know it, you're painting brother Clarence. Yeah. And he'll be strong for the emperor. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So I am, I'm hopeful that, that the red Corsairs are coming back. When we get chaos in the mm, soon, yeah, they're soon on the list. I think soonish. I mean, they're on the list, so that's already a yeah, that's better already than most. A fairly soon. But I think that's so. I'm I'm on the lookout in these next two, these next couple of uh, previews. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what what's coming up soon. Uh, and also, another one is just I have to. I just have too much stuff. I just have to get rid of some stuff. Like, I have so much stuff. I gotta get rid of. You no, know, and I think just Let's like just you, all right? trade stuff. I'll just well, trade. Like we'll just. That's. Trade I mean, it. I'll trade it for more uh, stuff else I want. But like, same yeah. thing as you, right? I moved, and then yep. when you're when you're unpacking, you're like, what the hell? What like, is this? I like, know. Well, so I really now need... I feel like I need to go into those bins and see what I have for old world models. Yeah. Like maybe I bought more than I thought, and not that I'm gonna play it, but maybe someone else can use them. Maybe like, like here. Do, like, do I really take need these models? Do I really need ten thousand points of Eldar for Battlefleet Gothic? I haven't played it in ten years, so no. <laughs> so I Maybe can get rid of like a bunch of that, right? And just keep, like, a, you know a small selection of like I have a lot of stuff like that, right? Old stuff, yeah. That I've kept, and I only need a little bit of it. And why not let somebody else who's going to want to sure. use it use it? I I have a bunch of uh, of armies that are low pointage because they were done as portions of team tournament things that I don't really play with, yeah. and I I wonder if they're still they're gonna do like there was a the bits trading thing that they used to do at Adepticon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had it last year, uh, kind of. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't official, and that makes it harder to schedule. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I. I'm, I'm going to look at possibilities about either selling some of these old things. And the, the problem is it's weird because to me, it's not even a question of money. It's just, I want to go to a good home. Yeah. Yeah. I keep forgetting. I gave you that. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. do I still have my orcs? No, I do. <laughs> no. And I mean, I'm, I'm happy. Those were the f- hands. They're in good hands. Yeah. I know, and these were the first orcs I. Th- th- these were the orcs I won my first uh, my first Adepticon team tournament best team presentation <laughs> with. So th- that's the thing. Like I, I want these things to go to to people that are going to enjoy them and play them and have fun with them, not people that are just going to like toss them in a bunch of simple green and repaint them. Yeah, or toss them into the garbage or whatever. That and that's a tough thing. Like so, at Adepticon last year, I got lucky and I won the painted army, which was it was basically the the storm half 
Storm cast half of Dominion painted. Right. I don't play that, but I want it to go to somebody who's going to use it, not just same like not right. just trash it or, or strip it or you know something like that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's weird to get sentimental about models like that. It's just, especially when you've painted them, you have a certain attachment to them. Yeah, know? for sure. For sure. Like I have, I have armies I never play. And like, I, like sometimes I think, think about getting rid of them. I just can't, I can't bring myself to do it. And it's childish. I, it's fine. I commission painted something once. And after like two months, saw that it was all chipped up and, because it was for a friend, and I was like, "I'm never doing this again." Because I can't. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to think about the the where that Nurgle army that I commissioned painted wound up. Like, I can't. <laughs> I can't even comprehend of what has happened to that. And I was so proud of that army. Man, it was a good army. And then I just I wanted to do more more content stuff too. I've been yeah. enjoying like the little video editing I've been doing, and I found my handheld camcorder I was doing, so I can do battle reports yes. and stuff. So, battle reports are stunningly difficult to film. Yeah, I know, I know. It's a lot of editing and a lot of trans putting in transition and stuff, but it's it's also that you need to sort of film everything, and that's like two and a half hours, three hours of constant filming. Yeah, no, for it's sure. difficult to get multiple angles. Like, you need to have a setup. Yeah, and there's a lot it's, of interesting pain, ways yeah. I've seen seen people do it where like they don't show this phase, they don't show this, you know, they only show like important stuff, and then there's people yeah, that, I mean, that just do the whole thing. And it's like four hours, and I get an hour, and I'm like, uh, this is boring. I can't. Yeah, I don't particularly love battle reports, um, but I do generally enjoy the like Warhammer Plus ones because yeah. they're very slick, they're very well done, and they're very edited. Like this is what yeah. happened. This is the interesting thing that happened. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it, that's cool, that's for, right? It's the highlights, and that's that's cool for like a, a like a new game, like the. I mean, the, I don't want to watch world... the game. I want to watch the Sports Center report of the game. Yeah. No, I, I agree. To get the Sports Center. You need to film the whole thing, oh, and then yeah, edit yeah, it yeah, now. You absolutely yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Like the production is, and and if you're playing with someone and you're limited on the amount of cameras that you can set up at once, that means that like at every turn you need, all right, I need to move this camera to get the right angle for what's happening on this part of the table. It slows down the game. It's like, I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm telling you like, no, no. Oh, I understand it's like yourself. a labor of, of time and, and love. But yeah, I mean like the, the old world battle report that Warhammer did last week was exactly that it was a sports center highlights like here's here's a slick here's the cool thing here's the new thing let's move on no let's move on right yeah we're not going to show you the 30 other dice rolls that you know you need to watch just move every single model yeah you know um which does throw off my expectation of when I do actually play. I'm like, oh man, man, this is like a lot going on. This is huh? not a this All is right. not a clean half an hour game. Like this is this is not. That's why I play Underworlds. <laughs> Thirty five minutes in and out. Let's go. You have twelve activations. Get it done. Underworld just got a balance update today. I think. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy they're taking such good care of that game. Yeah. For sure. I think I think that's their intention for, you know, that and kill team is just these yeah. are here's our skirmish level of our main game. And they're the easiest like Underworlds especially is the easiest one to to keep an eye on because you're so sort of locked into things. 
mm. that you know yeah if you play a crew right those are your guys that's what you got yeah those are your guys so that part at least is always a constant and with the rivals decks and stuff, that's even easier too. Like, is is this card? I know that was my one every time. That was my one bummer. There's there's like an underworlds tournament on my one free day, but it's not rivals. Like, it's a championship, and I was like, I'm oh, not. So nope. Just build your own I'm deck. Not, yeah, I don't. It's not. That's not the vibe I'm looking for on this trip. So. Yeah, I I don't want to play Decepticon getting my teeth kicked in. Well, that's the thing. Like I I, I, I want to play I want to play the game. I don't want to yeah. play against someone who played the game at f- like for five hours at home while sorting through like thousands of dollars worth of cards. Yeah. So I want we'll, the game to be played on the board. Yeah. So we'll we'll pl- like I'll I'll bring I'll bring it and I'll bring a few warbands and some rival decks and so like I'll play, but not in that tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Not for glory. <laughs> for fun. For fun, not for, for glory. fun. Yeah. And fun, not profit. <laughs> Excellent. I think, you know, hopefully um, we'll be able to achieve most of those goals. Yeah. We'll see. Life can always throw a curveball at you. And, well, you guys, <laughs> you guys just have the built in the team tournament thing, too, because every year's. Supposed to be your last year, but you guys keep trying along, which I love. I think it's great that you guys do that every year. I, I God, it's wearing on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but I like I like God into it, so I know. I uh, so what? We we have to wait until you have a decade of this behind you. I mean, you don't have to stay. It's fine. I'm sure, I can find people to follow me in the war. I I have no doubt. I mean, you've you've already. I, I'm pretty sure you've already suckered two people into it. I sure have. <laughs> and I'm easily replaced. So <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> All right. Well, we have uh, the Nova preview. I keep saying Nova. The LVO preview next LVO. week. Sure, we'll get some some good reveals for 40k. It's you know we know Dark Angels are coming. We've we've seen the models. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen the box set. I've the pulled up the original in. roadmap. Um, spring, which is where we're heading into. Dark Angels, Orcs, Custodes, Tau, Chaos Space Marines. Oh, no, there's like some. That's, that's what we're looking at. There's some stuff coming for Tau. Oh, we've seen a silhouette that's very promising. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we saw those silhouettes the, the at the beginning of the year. Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't get to talk about that. Yeah. Well, very like let's, let's, let me just slide in that that guy is a crew rider. Like uh, yeah, he's very excited a, to see that crew cavalry, and I am out of my mind. I didn't even play town, really, but I thought I was very excited to see that. I'm really hopeful for that that you will have the ability to play all crew. They don't have to be good. <laughs> I, just I feel like it to work. I don't feel they're going to be weak. I feel that they're going to be a lot of models. I'm fine with that. I play orcs. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't scare me. Hey, I mean, I play orcs too, and I have a list that's about a, a, little, a little less than 20 models. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, lots of interesting stuff in those silhouettes. Um, I think that the crew was the most obvious that one. That was the important one. That the rest of it's fine. 
it'll all be good. We're spoiled yeah. for uh, for things. Mm-hmm. As always. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what we what comes up next week at the LVO preview. Probably when he tries, we saw some stuff about orcs because they're they are listed at, or in in that list. They're next, right? Orcs. Are yeah. Next. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll see some more stuff there. Um, they haven't done the thing where they're like, "Here's what we're gonna talk." Oh no, they did. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. it's what it's like 40k Sigmar, yep. uh, Kill Team, Underworlds, Warcry, uh, and yeah, yeah. Horus Heresy. I expect Horus Heresy to be mostly focused on Legion of Imperial stuff because that's the category it falls into for them. Oh yeah, I hadn't thought about um, that. Just because, I mean, they've, you know, they already kind of talked about how that next book is on its way. And right. there's been so much stuff that they've previewed already. Um, right. That, you know, they're like kind of ran out because they're filling that gap with the production delay. So they, I wouldn't be surprised if they showed some more for their coming down the line stuff. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, but let's not forget the Horus Heresy. Remember Q4 last year, which did not happen was a new army for Horus Heresy. Oh, that's right. And we still have not heard what that is. Um, I assume like all the stuff from last year, there's just massive delays in actually getting the, the product yeah. in, which made it push back. Fine. But so every preview, I keep wondering like, is this going to be the one where they tell us what the new army is and what will it be? Hmm. I mean, there's supposed to be a new army for Horus Heresy. There's just mystery codex coming. Yeah. And here's the problem I have with the Horse Heresy one is I, I kind of feel like I'm going to get this point. It's going to be something like, here's demons. <laughs> and right. All right. Here's, here's Trader Guide with the upgrade kit for your Solar Auxilia troops or whatever. Yeah, yeah. which is which is fine. Like is I, cool, I mean, but... I'm, yeah. I'm eager to get into Age of Darkness, but I'm not in it yet. But it would be so much better if it was like, well, here's uh, 30K orcs. I feel that that would be more exciting. Yeah, I find that to I feel or like that's it, very unlikely. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, it's. I mean, I don't see them producing one of those races that they encountered during the Great Crusade, mostly because they slaughtered them all. Yeah, so. but we'll see. I mean, who knows? It, it could. I, I would like to be pleasantly surprised with something very cool. I mean, here's what could be kind of really rad is, yeah, they do introduce this one race, and you have like this, you have this age, uh, this horse heresy era book for them. It's one of those races that got annihilated during the crusade. But when you read the books, like, and you read between the lines, it kind of mentions how, hey, maybe like the some of them actually like they weren't eradicated, they ran away, and then that new codex is them coming back. Yeah. Well, plus, like all of the, we've talked about this before, right? Where most of the most of the lore information that we get is filtered through the Imperium. Yeah, yeah, right. like, so, yes, yeah, from their point of view, we wiped them all out. Yep. Okay, we won. <laughs> but oh, I mean, yeah, like, because that, because that, that's uh, a good, because that's a good. Oh yeah, victory, victory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, that's it's it's a good way for them to like come out with one line of new models for a whole new faction and have it work for two games, so you get a lot more people. Hey, that would be that would be good, clever, efficient marketing and product design. 
So it's not going to be that. If it's demons, I can now use in three game systems. Hey, perfect. I would mind that. also in this certain, not necessarily a bad thing. That's that's half the reason I have a, a Nurgle demon army that I get afraid to Sigmar because I could also use yeah. them in forty k. That's great. I mean, it would uh, it would motivate me to uh, get some Nurgle stuff done. Mm-hmm. The best cast god. I mean, he loves us. He does. He loves us the most of any of them. Yeah. <laughs> and then sh- shortly after that, of course, we'll, we'll be at Adepticon. So, um, I mean, we'll we'll talk about that more as we get closer. But um, we're in a little bit of a, a waiting period right now for 40K stuff. So hopefully we'll get some good information next week. Oh, you know, I one thing that I... It'd be good. Yeah. One thing I was really surprised to see as a Warhammer community article was, here's how to fill out your... Uh, old world regiments without the actual models. Yeah. Like the good old days when they used to teach you how to make scenery and stuff. Mm. Idea, like, hey, look, we cannot do this for you. So here's here's how here's we how can't get product it. in stock, so here's how to how to fill it out until we do. Yeah. What's nothing wrong with that? That's no. good. It was a great art I I think that I was very surprised to see that article on the website. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't think Games Workshop is against its no. customer base. No, 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 not at all. Um, but I think that's you know, I don't. I've, I think that's the first time we've seen something like that in a long time. Yes. Yeah, it, it is. It is a welcome sight. Like, like, hey, need to bulk out your unit by by six guys? Just take a base and, and throw a card on it and put in your Bretonian peasants unit. There you go. So. There you go. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> so we'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk about the LVO preview and all the hopefully awesome reveals there, um, as well as whatever else comes up between now and then. Otherwise, uh, let us know what you're going to be at Adepticon. Let us know if you're going, uh, you know, on Facebook, um, and be on the lookout for us. We'll pretty soon let you know what kind of little things we're going to have for you if you find us. But besides that, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio. You can contact us via email at 40kradiohosts at gmail.com. You can find us on social media by searching for 40K Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check out our video content as well as content created by Amy and JF on the Warhammer Workshop YouTube channel. You can also join the 40K Radio Discord and interact with us there. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies.